welcome again to Relative Reaction. Yay! Episode number 27. Aight! As Aight. always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Brynn. And we are so happy to have you here, even more than normal this week. Yes! As this is the last episode of the year. And it's so special. So freaking special. You know, usually I dish you for singing, but I really like that song, so <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of okay with it. <laughs> I mean, I am. I can't believe that we've already hit the end of 2018. This is the I last know. one released through the year. Just amazing. and Simply amazing. For the numbers this, this week, not only do I have a normal, but I also have 2018 is the third international year of the reef. The year of the dog, which let's be honest, is the best of the Zodiacs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that 1994 was Year of the Dog. Oh. So, Year of the Dog is legit. <laughs> but we do have 27. It's a perfect cube. Because okay. 3 cubed is 27. Sorry, it is the number of the letters in both the Spanish and Hebrew alphabets. It's the books of the New Testament. The 27 Club is a name used to refer to popular musicians who have died at the age of 27. Oh. If you've noticed, there's been, for some reason, an oddly large amount of people that have died at the age of 27. It's a hard year, I guess. I mean, you have Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison. Wow. That was all within like a four-year span or so, or two-year span, I think, even. Uh, you had Kurt Cobain died at 27, so just... Hmm. It, Makes you, know, you go. Kind of hmm. the 27 Club. Not a real good club. No, I don't want to be a member. I'm g- well. I ain't gonna be. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, dark matter is said to make up twenty percent of the twenty-seven percent of the universe. Wow. And the Stephen King terror, it yes. comes back every twenty-seven years. Oh. We all fly down here. So. Okay. How's your week been? Awesome. I know our recording's a little off the holidays. Yeah. A little staggered, a little bit different, but... Hey, it's all right. This whole episode's gonna be a little different. You're gonna it's love true. it. <laughs> now, I, I am really excited to get this. I'm not even gonna oh, make yeah. the too I'm long super excited. I'm, I'm super. pretty excited. I had a wonderful week. How about yourself? Um, I have actually had a pretty good week, honestly. I got to spend a day with my wife, which doesn't happen often. No. Uh, lately, our, our schedules have just been... Polar opposites, so we actually have to have a day that we are both off all all day, which, like most adults do for fun, we caught up on all of our shopping and chores and everything yeah. else. But it was nice because we did it together. <laughs> so there was that. But no, it's it's been a pretty good week. I mean, it has been. I've been the just everything lately has been very chaotic because of the holidays. Oh yeah, been working a lot of extra. Uh, I have a lot more extra coming up, so <laughs> a lot of that going on. But no, it, ha- it hasn't been a bad week by any means. I can't say no. that at all. Like, it's been a good week. Yeah, I've had a very <laughs> good week. Very good. My husband continues to get better and better. I'm happy to announce. Yes, that is also very good. Make sure that you go over to our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, comment on our Facebook page. We love hearing from you. We love getting yep. to talk to you. You can find yep. it at Relative Reaction on Facebook if you just search that up. Uh, you can search it up on Twitter as well. We do have a Twitter handle that we check, so shoot some tweets at us. If you don't do social media for any specific reason, it's fine. We have a uh, email. Hit us up, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. We have that too. 
And most importantly, if you do find it hard to go a little bit extra, go over to iTunes and rate us that five stars and comment there. That helps tremendously on top of everything else. That actually helps on a business level, uh, whereas everything else is is purely just because we want to get to know you. We want want to know our kinfolk. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what you think. Did you like it? Did you not like Mm -hmm. it? What was your favorite part? What was your opinion? We want to get to hear from Some you. ideas for coming up stories. Whatever oh, yeah. you got, so, give mean, it to I, us. I absolutely love getting to talk and hear oh, yes, very from much. all of you. Uh, I did find out this week, I saw an article that if, if it wasn't for this being a special episode, which we'll go into more in depth here in a second, it was the, an amazing story that, that hit close to me, and that was Popeyes in the Philadelphia airport is giving emotional support chickens... <laughs> to travelers and it's in a nice like it's in a perfect box for the plane so you can just take it onto the plane and it spreads out so it's like a little plate as well so you can eat Popeyes oh, on a plane for, awesome. so for all the stressed out travelers going to Philadelphia International Airport you can have an emotional support chicken I need an emotional support chicken which I personally love because if you know me I adore fried chicken I love Popeyes so I, I just I loved Hearing that, and I'm like, that makes me want to travel through Philadelphia Airport. Oh, right I have nowhere to travel, but I want to go to the airport right now. I'd have to think twice about the whole Philly thing, but the chicken's good. No, the airport's pretty nice. I've been to that airport before. Yeah, I have. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with you there. Well, since we're doing things a little different, just so you know, you're gonna have to keep up with us here, folks. Yes, and I. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. No. But before we get into that, there is one more news article that just came across today that I saw, and I wanted to see if you had seen it yet. Okay. Did you hear about the giant baseball trade? Because you know when baseball news pops up, it pops up immediately in my um, feed, and I, I read about it. No. The Reds are receiving Yasal Puig. Okay. Matt Kemp. <gasps> Matt Kemp. I did hear about Matt Kemp. Yes. Alex Wood from the Dodgers. All three of them from the Dodgers are going to the Reds plus seven million bucks. Yes, I and did hear. And the Dodgers hear. are getting uh, pitcher Homer Bailey, and then an infield prospect Jeter Day or Jeter Downs, I think is his name. I don't know. And then know a pitching him. prospect of Josiah Gray. Oh. Which I don't know if it, I feel like that's really unbalanced in the Reds' favor. Yeah. But like I don't understand. Like that's a big names going out of the Dodgers. Dodgers Maybe bench Dodgers there are looking to rebuild and or something. Seven you know. Million. Well, I guess they're saying that uh, Bryce Harper's contract is going to be a free agent coming up. Yeah. And they want to try to get him and sign him over. He's – oh, God, I hope the Pirates catch him. Oh, that would be great. Wouldn't that would that be, be really awesome? good for you. I I'd think he would really that. be a good point person on your team as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess a lot of uh, people's, like, early looks are saying that's why they're, like, they're really aiming to get Bryce Harper, you know, trying to open up as much as they can and – have, I don't know. It's yes. just I found it a really weird fray that I don't. A lot of teams are doing that though. Getting rid are. of stuff because Bryce is getting to be a free agent. I can't believe that he's going to be a free. agent. I can't believe he's just... going to be either. He's the kind of player that should be with one team his whole career. Yes, I am honestly shocked that the Nationals aren't just like an immediate easy like. Oh yeah, we're keeping him. Yeah, Bryce is ours. Sorry guys. Yeah, we got him. Got we him first. we work we our won. cap around Bryce. Yeah, but. Hey, they're lost. Some teams will get them. I saw that pop through today, and yes, I had I to see if that. you heard about that, because I thought, wow, that was just a really big trade to be happening in, the, in December. Yes. <laughs> anyway, like you were saying, this episode is going to be extremely special and different compared to our normal setups, in that we're not even going to be doing like our usual 
going back and forth with, oh, you get, you know, your right. two stories in the last clip, I'll get my two stories in the last clip. I mean, we're going to be totally different. And yes. if you remember last week, I kind of talked about the teaser of lists. The reason why I gave that teaser out is because we have concocted our very own list here on Relative yeah, Reaction baby. as the top 18 stories of 2018. Yeah. And I mean, I... I They're I'm, good ones, too. Pat. I'm excited. Now, I un- understand that this is our list. Yes. These are not the only big stories that happen oh, in 18. Oh, heck no. Heck These no. are not necessarily the biggest stories that happen in 18. These are all headline stories. Right. These are all big enough to be a headliner-style story. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not going to put them in any specific order of importance, relevance, date, anything like that. These are just the 18 stories all mixed together that we have chosen right. as the top 18 stories of Hope 2018. you like them, too. And we got more going on beyond that, but that's like the, the yes. big gist that's the exciting is it's going to be the top 18 stories. So without further ado... <laughs> Kick us off with the top 18 of 2018 record the relative reaction. Yes, March on marching band, I love you. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. That made that more <laughs> Anyways. Let's start with our story. Stories of the year. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Y'all are going to love these. Okay, what's the first big story that you have for us? First one I picked because it happened on January 1st, 2018. Y'all remember Logan Paul? Absolute asshole. Yes, thank you. I, yes. I cannot Biggest stand asshole of the 2018 guy. award goes to Logan Paul. Remember, he was the YouTube star and he faced major backlash when he featured a body of a suicide victim in a Japanese forest on his podcast. Ew. Not he was made. On his YouTube channel on his youtube channel what did i say oh i say okay yeah on his youtube (laughs) channel a little different a little different he was made to delete his youtube account and all his video series were soon canceled because he didn't have sponsors no more because he's a sick fuck thank you so he went from top youtube star to nobody on his fake ass apologies that happened oh gosh yes Oh, uh, uh, he drove me absolutely crazy. His career was deader than the girl he pictured. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little harsh. Wow. Okay, <laughs> that, that sounded great. better in my head. <laughs> What's Ouch. bad is, like, he sat there and he, he went to, and if you don't know, in Japan there is a forest literally named the Suicide Forest right. because of so many people that go out there to hang themselves. Mm-hmm. He went there to go see it on his little vacation ship, right. videoing it, which, first of all, what do you expect to video going exactly. in Exactly. And this was, no lie, like five feet into the forest is when we saw this, right. the video of it. And what made it so sickening was he sat there and joked and laughed. Yes, it was his behavior about it yes. that made it so sickening. It wasn't he like had he was no to do a respect. Serious moment of no, that this is real. But he just sat there and fucking joked. Like, what do you expect? He laughed. He joked. He 
he just no respect whatsoever for this poor person. It was disgusting, and I personally believe he deserved every last thing he got. What's bad is you know how much money he's still making from these apologies, and now he's rebooting and shit like that. Oh, yeah, and that sucks. That's the bad thing. Yeah. You know, and there's been a lot of twat waffles of 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He is still, quite possibly... One of, if not the largest twat waffle. I I think he deserves the like twat waffle award. Now the see, golden twat that, waffle goes to. I, I want a, an award that I can give out, and it's going to be on like a nice little podium, and it's going to be a golden waffle, and in the middle of that waffle, it's just going to say twat. There you go. And that's going to be my trophy that I hand out. And he'll be you our first sir recipient. Are a twat waffle. Thank you. Come up here and accept. Come on. What will his speech be about there? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Everybody uh, watch my YouTube. Oh, sorry. Right. Hey, give me like and subscribe. <laughs> that's the sickening part of this. Ah, he no, literally it was, drove it was me disgusting. that shit crazy. I have nothing good to say about it. Sorry. Uh, well, my first story <laughs> that I'm going to bring up is one of the top stories of 2018 is Kendrick Lamar becoming the first ever rapper to win a Pulitzer Prize for music. Yes. So, not near as degrading as that twat waffle. <laughs> but the Pulitzer's actually, they opened to music in 1943 and has always been won by a classical or jazz musician since its inception in 1943. Right. So this isn't even the first rapper and hip-hop artist to win it. This is the first artist that isn't a classical or jazz musician Right. To win a Pulitzer Prize. I think it's awesome, amazing, way to go, Mr. Lamar. It is. And his album, Damn, came out, and that was the one that actually won the Pulitzer Prize. I think that's awesome. Uh, the decision came from a board of judges unanimously. Literally everyone on that board said, Kendrick Lamar's Damn should win the Pulitzer Prize this year. So a unanimous decision to go, you know, completely out of the realm of their box there that's what that's a good thing though because when you get these groups like this that give out these prestigious awards like this it's awesome when they go out of their little comfort zone oh yeah and they pick somebody who if you ask me is well is deserving very of it well deserving but you would have thought oh he ain't never gonna get it come on he's a rapper they're not gonna do that oh, and yeah. bam and that is why that this might even be more special than any one of the 11 Grammys he's already won. Right. The fact that he has a friendship with Barack Obama, uh, even his the head of his label stated after this was announced that no one should ever speak of Kendrick with anything but respect from here on out. I agree. And I, you know what? I, I, I do. I fully agree with him like that. You deserve all the respect in the world now. Yes. A round of applause, Mr. Lamar. Awesome. I just thought that was awesome. Because I agree. not only did he win it, he won it unanimously, which really shocked me because I, if I were to bet money on it, when you have a board, and I, I don't know the people on the board of the Pulitzer Prize of Music, but I can imagine their forte and their style and exactly. very classy and listening to Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that they were able to unanimously not only step out of that classical and yes. jazz musician, you would think that if they did it it would be like a pop or a you know, yes, know something, exactly. something more mainstream than a hip hop and rapper. 
So the fact that they went out and they said, because if you, and if you honestly listen to Kendrick Lamar's damn, the the pure writing that he has in it truly is amazing and unique and. It's just on point. He, you know, he edits and directs his I stuff. I think like he is definitely deserving. Definitely. Yes, I just, I, I really, really no do. Doubt. So I thought that was really cool and a, a huge story that came out in 2018. Oh, yeah. And I think it's deserving as one of the top of just the fact that something so awesome happened, you know, that I, I wouldn't have expected to happen. And I know it's 2018 no. now and it just, I... He's paving the way me. for more people who are outside, usually on the outside limits of these prestigious awards, oh, yes. to have a chance now. And honestly, I think it's going to do a lot for the Pulitzer Prize. Oh, gosh, yes. Who, can, who honestly is... Who can tell goes. me last year's? Who's 2017's exactly. Pulitzer Prize? Exactly. Who knows any Pulitzer Prize in music? People that follow Pulitzer Prize is known for the Pulitzer Prize authors exactly that's, that's their most well-known that's sure where we kind of follow through we follow through with those categories with music no one follows it because they're like it's always a classic or jazz artist. yeah Who cares? it's always somebody i ain't never heard of so i think this is great because now i'm really curious and i'm sure i'm not the only one right. that come next year in 2019 Can i, I want to see the artist yes. they pick and even if it is a classic or jazz musician i'm probably going to listen to them because i'm going to go okay now i'm intrigued who could take over yeah, I, I want to hear the nominees for it and all. Yes, yeah. like now I want... Right. I, I'm, I'm more into it already for next year of knowing who's going to win exactly. than I would have ever been before. Cause, and I love music, and I've never cared about the Pulitzer Prize music. No. Mm-mm. So that, to me, is a great step, not only for rapping and hip-hop, but also for the Pulitzer Prize committee, because that, I think, also gained you know, oh, kind yeah. of my sight to go over and look Make them there. more mainstream. Yes. Definitely. All right. My next story, I'm sure y'all remember. Some of you were probably idiots and tried it. It was the Tide Pod Challenge. God, I swear to God, if any of you fuckers listening have tried it, you can stop. Quit listening. I don't need that, that <laughs> listen. <laughs> this chalice was, challenge was quite possibly the most absurd internet challenge ever. Ever to date. To date, I have to say, because you never know what they're going to do oh, next I'm, year. I'm very, very scared of what could overcome it, but I know that if I say, oh, nothing could be crazier than this, some idiot out there will oh, make something yes. crazier than this. Oh, I'll be yes. like, damn, that was a thing. All right. <laughs> its popularity finally subsided after YouTube and Facebook started removing all those videos that they were posted. Thank goodness. Oh, hmm. I yes. Why. Did you know last year there were 220 calls to poison control about the Tide Pod Challenge? Really? Yes. No deaths, but 220 butt licks who had to call poison control because they got sick after eating a Tide Pod. No, but their stomach was clean as hell. I'm just saying. Spotless. Not a damn spot on that. <laughs> damn spot be gone. I just, I, I don't know where we have went wrong as a culture oh. that we can eat Tide Pods is a fucking challenge. The very first time I heard of this, I thought, what in the hell are teenagers doing? And you look at it and you're like, no one could be that stupid. And then you see 
more it people doing on. it. And you're like, oh, okay, no, there's more people that do it. And then you had the whole thing of, you know, well, they, it's because they look too delicious. They look too... I don't give a fuck how my detergent looks. It's goddamn laundry detergent. Amen. I'm not going to go eat it. And then did you see in certain areas in a Walmart, so they actually started keeping, you know, like they have like the law cases. Oh, yes. The yes. They had them over Tide Pods. Right. Because. Why the hell do we have to lock up Tide Pods? Exactly. Because of stupid asses. You're telling me at three in the morning when I need to go get laundry detergent, it's under lock and key and I got to find somebody. You got to find it. somebody to unlock your and Tide Pods. And if it's in Walmart, Godspeed, because you're not going <laughs> to find a damn employee to help you. Like, and if you do, chances are they're going to be like, um, the key. Let me go find out who got, uh, let me see. Be going on break and shit before they get back to the damn key. I just want to go down to the laundromat and do laundry. I am not looking forward to whatever challenge awaits the popularity fate of the Tide Pod. That's all I'm saying. Oh, God, I really hope nothing can be that dumb. Oh, and I know by saying that I'm opening myself know they're up gonna. to there being something dumber. Let's see who can eat fire. Hey, that hey, that's a thing. <laughs> fire eaters, sword eaters. Oh, I can't believe that that has to be a top Stupid story of this year. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my next one for our top stories is Fortnite. Oh gosh. Created by Epic Games, the same company behind Gears of War and a couple other big franchises. Fortnite was initially announced in 2011, but it wasn't released until the paid early release edition of July of 2017, and it exceeded over 1 million player count within two months after release. I'm not surprised by those numbers. And then 2018 hit, and it just became the newest and latest sensation. Everybody was talking about it, making reference to it. You couldn't do a damn thing without hearing about Fortnite or seeing something in the store that had to do with Fortnite. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look, it's already been imitated by uh, multiple other games. Oh, gosh, yes, yes. PUBG out there and these other games that are the exact same concept as Fortnite style-wise. I mean, it's gained fame even with celebrities like Drake, who says Mm -hmm. he plays it almost every single night as his unwind. That's like his metal break from the day. He says when he gets back from the studio and he's been working all day, his mental unwind is he plays Fortnite. Do you know how many letters Santa got for Fortnite stuff? Oh, I don't even (laughs) want to know. You know that had to be one of the most absolute Fortnite stuff. Yes, most definitely. Not a doubt in my mind. Lakers guard Josh Hart donned Fortnite sneakers on the court this year. The dances have become one of the favorite parts, if you haven't heard. Like, uh, yes. If you haven't seen anybody do it, like the uh, celebratory dances for Fortnite mm-hmm. have become like the latest sensation as well. Yeah. Did uh, you hear about Alfonso Ribeiro? No. Yeah. They do a dance on there that you can have your character or whatever. It's the Carlton. So he might be suing them for doing oh the Carlton. God. Who cares? The That's what I'm saying. Thing. It's a freaking. I know you love Alfonso. I God do. damn. You I know even I pro love him. footballers, like when they score a goal, are now doing the Fortnite dances oh, when yes. they celebrate. Yes. I mean, it's just, it is so It quickly. is everywhere. I'm surprised the Pope didn't get out of the Pope mobile doing the dance. <laughs> that would be a fucking sight. That would be awesome. And if any Pope were to do it, it'd be the Pope that's up right now. It would be. It would be Frank, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it so it so quickly became a household name, and that's oh, why yes. I used it as a 2018 top story because I feel like this was the year that it really became that household name. I've never played it, never even looked at it, but I bet you I could tell you a million things about it right you now. You could, you could. I could tell you what the I've never played it, never owned it, mm -hmm. but I could tell you what the logo and it looks like. Oh you yeah, see it everywhere. Yes, yes. Even Jimmy Kimmel had the the like Jimmy Kimmel always does like the Halloween challenges of you know I stole mm -hmm. my kids candy. Jimmy Kimmel told me to do it or whatever. Right. Well, he even had a challenge issue to parents this year about uh, to parents to video them as they turn off the TV when their kids are playing Fortnite to see the reactions to say Jimmy Kimmel did it. And you should Ouch. see some of the angry reactions. Oh, I could them. imagine. And some of these, I'm like, well, I would kill my kid. They talk to me like, oh, hell oh, yeah. no. Oh, wow. Thanks, so. Sal. <laughs> so, I mean, it has become just like this. I honestly don't think a game has become this much of a household name mm -mm. since Minecraft. I'd have to agree. I think it's even surpassed Minecraft popularity. And it may have, but I just, I can't remember the last time since Minecraft that something has become, I think the last, it may be the last popularity was probably, what's that wow, what's... World of Warcraft? That was pretty popular for a bit. It was. You have Call of Duty that hit yeah, yeah, that's amazing true. popularity. But I don't think strived. any have hit the excitement level, I guess, of Fortnite. No, people of all kinds are playing. Oh, all ages. All ages, yes. all types of gamers, mm -hmm. all styles of yes. you know, gaming consoles have it. And mm -hmm. Fortnite is everywhere. Yes, You have Definitely. Fortnite shirts, Fortnite teams, Fortnite dances, Fortnite this. So I, that... That hit me as one of the top stories of the yeah. year, just being the Fortnite craze of 2018. With a Z. Craze with a Z. I. My next story was our first, so far only, Uber <laughs> self-driving fatal crash. Let's hope it's the only one, too. That'd be a good thing. A self-driving car struck and killed a woman who attempted to cross the street walking her bicycle across. This happened in Arizona. The Uber car is designed to fully replace a human driver. Self-driving cars were pulled from the road for just a little bit, but they have since come back in full force, and unfortunately nobody even remembers this poor lady's name. The conclusion of the rest of the wreck was that the vehicle did not slow down at all. They say the problem has since been fixed. But I guess we'll see. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, when I read into this article, there were a lot of warning signs that they chose to overlook. So I'm, I'm, part of me does blame the Uber because there was a lot of warning signs there. And they were just so gung-ho on getting this out there. You know, I, I do agree with that. The way that I look at it, though, is we had one death so far. Mm -hmm. And really, not many more crashes than that. No. Of any instances. How many deaths have we had just today in automobile accidents across America? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. Good point. That's the way I look at it. I'm not trying to make it make this death any less important or right than any, any other valuable death. Exactly. This, this life is just as valuable and just as right. horrific but my overall point is that i'm sure there's probably been a pedestrian death just today oh, somewhere yeah. in the sure. u.s that's not even getting 
news coverage nationally. Sure. Because it was just a normal. So my point is, I look at it as this is still a much safer alternative. If, if you oh, yeah. Go, if you want to go by safety standards all alone, this is a safer alternative already. You're telling me over the year you only had one fatal accident and very few accidents altogether. Exactly. And this isn't to undermine this lady's death or her family's no, grieving at all. I don't want to make it seem like she's any less right. valuable of life or this is any less horrific. But I just want to put out, like, people are saying that this is why we shouldn't have self-driving cars. Exactly. They need to stop it all together. That I don't understand. Like, I don't even understand why they took them off the road for a little bit more than maybe, you know, a 12-hour reset, make sure all the, fa- you know, the settings were corrected. I just think that with all the warning signs they had, they... I don't know if they should have stopped it per se, but they should have taken them more seriously, perhaps. I do think sometimes we're so eager to be the first in right. something that we forget to kind of slow down and look at, you know, go through all the testing. We want to do the least amount of testing possible before it's live. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that because you want to, you know, you want to be the first out race. there, the first one for this. The fr- I understand it too. Yes, but I just overall, I'm sorry, I don't see it as. A big thing because no. I just I still see it as a safer alternative than a the rest safe, of them. Yeah. And that and I'm not trying to use that as my argument, but it seems like everybody's argument against it has been because of the safety. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see where that's a good argument because I don't see it as really any less say I see it more safe. Yeah. Statistic just yeah. Right. Statistic wise, yeah. So but that was a, a interesting thing that happened. Oh, yeah, it was a big it was. Shocking story. It seemed to shock I think in the future like they're going to be common. They really are. Self-driving cars are going to be common, not yeah. accidents. <laughs> not the killing Yeah, the not the whole the killing of pedestrian thing. <laughs> nice save. Nice save. Nice Thank you. Away. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Over to one of my next big stories. And this is one of the one of my more favorite headlines throughout the year that fascinated me and really captivated me through the entirety of it happening. And that was the Thai soccer team rescue. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was glued to each and every update. Yes. Yes. I mean, this, this Most definitely. truly, you know, engulfed my attention as this was going on because it was just a, such a dramatic cave rescue. Uh, they said that during the time that they learned many things, and these are the Mostly the students saying mm-hmm. this, like love from people, right? patience, having a very peaceful mind. These are all quotes from these kids after. Exactly. After going and that this. coach that was in there with them. Uh, amazing. He was amazing. He was a hero the in his own right. The way he kept those kids calm and just it, it was amazing. If I was were one of my children, I would just hug that guy. Yes. It, it What's bad is it all started after a practice. Uh, it was just like a little after practice adventure. Mm-hmm. They did their afternoon practice. And the coach, two of the 12 boys had actually been in this cave system before. Right. And they decided after practice they were all going to go and have fun. And they brought just what they needed for their plan, one mm-hmm. hour of fun. They were only going to be in there for an hour and then go and home. And the coach was, it was just like they looking cut practice half, And they were like, you know what, we're going to do a half right. practice and we're going to have fun. He was just looking for a release for so the kids. So all they had were their flashlights, a couple spare batteries, and a rope. Mm-hmm. No food, anything else. And when they were there, that's when the monsoon rains hit right. and flooded their path out. Now, and just like you were saying, and it's even stated in all the stories that you read about it, 
the coach immediately went into action mm-hmm. and threw out it yes. to keep everybody calm uh, as they were unsure if anybody was even looking for him. Because right. it felt like they had connection, you know, their whole past flat out. They had no idea that the whole world is glued to the TV watching. Exactly. That they have all these diving teams coming. They have no idea. They're hoping right. that someone has noticed and that someone might know where they are exactly. and might be looking for them. They have no idea. But even through all of that, the coach was sitting there and making sure that he did his best to keep everybody calm and Most you know what, we're going to do this. That was amazing. It, uh, After amazing. 10 days, 10 days later, mm, and several were very weak from the lack of food. Oh, yes. They finally heard the voice of one of the first two divers to find them. Yes. And even after initial contact, it was still several more days. Right. Before everyone was safely rescued and out of the cave. Mm-hmm. So this was, you know, almost two weeks, but just the amount of obstacle overcome and the fact that they were all rescued. And there and was only the one volunteer. And one life. And, yes. And it is horrendous exactly. that we lost that life. And right. it was through a diver that was help giving his exactly. all to help rescue. But in the end, I think it's amazing that the willpower that everyone had, that we were able, that could have very easily been 13 deaths. I think the if most... If not more exactly. from them and the rescuers. We I, had one, and to me that's just... It shows the willpower of not only that soccer team, but of the rescue teams. I thought the most amazing thing of all to come out of this was how the world, the world, pulled together to oh, help yeah. these kids you, and this coach. It yes. was amazing... I it it I like I said I watched every second I could of it. I cried, I cheered. I really felt like a part of it and the way the world came together to help them was just unbelievable. Yes. In that rescue team, you literally had people from every corner of the world yes. on that rescue team helping out in Big some way country, shape or form. Little country, whether they were poor a country, professional diver country. in that top line exactly. or whether they were one of the people doing the roads, whether they were one of the people monitoring mm-hmm. levels. They you had people from every corner of the world together. Uh, it to was help out. Amazing. It reminded me a lot if you remember, I think it was I want to say it was 2012, but I could be wrong. When we had that Chilean miners. Yes, yes. That were under the mine nine for 17 days or something. Yeah, yeah, there was nine of them. They were trapped for like 17 mm-hmm. days. It reminded me a lot of that on how the rescue teams came together. And it wasn't right. just a Chilean rescue team. Exactly. It was a worldwide rescue team. Kind of like here. It wasn't just a Thai rescue team. Mm-hmm. It was a worldwide rescue yes. team. Our military working with other militaries. It, yes. It Everybody was something to behold. Aside. Because at this point, it wasn't a war. At this point, it wasn't a political argument no. point. For once, it was where the focus was supposed to be, and that was how do we get everyone out alive. I seen newscasters cry. It, it was just so... You and I invested so much in this. Oh, yeah. It's, it's it was, hard not to. It was amazing it was and scary stunning. and just ran the gamut of feelings. Very, very... Very much so. I so hope we never forget it. It was an amazing story. Yes, very, very much so. Uh, that was just one of the stories yes. that definitely captured my attention the most throughout the year. And I got one here. 
it's a sad one. The last male northern, northern, like I can speak, last male northern white rhino died. It was very sad. Around the clock, armed guards, and he had a tender profile. He had two willing <laughs> female that. rhinos, but it just wasn't enough to stop the inevitable and Sudan the rhino, at 45 years of age, passed away. The only way to produce a northern white rhino now is to artificially interbreed them with a southern white rhino. So maybe Sudan's sperm will live on, but there will never be another true northern white rhino no and if i'm not mistaken the two female ones are fairly older now too aren't they both they are both older yes and they were actually related to sudan i believe one was a mate but one was like a child of his and they were still trying to get them to mate because that's all that was left oh yeah just trying anything to keep that Mm -hmm. to literally keep the breed alive right that unfortunately sealed extinction for the northern white rhinos right just because they're not extinct yet but now we know second you, you have two more lives, and that's it's going to be the extinction of a species. That's that's very sad to me, to have the extinction of an entire species gone. Yes, especially because there's so much work put into that. Yes. People really did try the best. And, and they really did. too little did. too late. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, but they did. You had all these posters beforehand, and that mm-hmm. ruined it. I mean, but they did try with Sudan. You know, they always had the armed guards. And I love the fact that Tinder Profile, that's my favorite part ever about him. I think it's just awesome that they have a tender profile for a rhino hey you know when you're <laughs> trying to look to pick up chicks you just you need the tender profile so um over to my next story because uh, no offense i don't want to dwell on that was really sad that I'm was sad. sad it was very sad to me <laughs> i'd rather go more infuriating so we're gonna go over to that route net neutrality because that was a huge topic over the year yes it was uh it's one of the more crazy and confusing things that was a big conversation topic this year. Definitely confusing. I'll, I'm going on that. Oh, e- oh yes. To you and many, <laughs> many, many like you. Uh, it's basically saying that providers shouldn't be allowed to block or slow down certain sites online. Right. Uh, and give, like, other faster streaming rates if they give them a little dough on the side. Right. A little sum-sum. If you're unsure of this, that's okay because, like you were saying, hey, you don't understand it. It's no, it's very confusing. A study once found... 46% of Americans didn't know what net neutrality is. All right. I was in the, I was in that. And while this is mostly a bunch of confused stuff that goes way over my head, and I did try to research into it, and it just got me further confused. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm with you. It's the basic way it affects you is your internet costs, mm-hmm. your content costs, and the online information you're getting. Right. So it kind of affects you in every single way whether right. you understand it or not yeah people use the internet how many times a day so yeah it definitely affects everybody now i do know that this was technically the end of 2017 this was a big you know the cases came out about it but it was a huge battle throughout the year of 2018 as well so go ahead research it and learn how to support what side you think and believe in right i don't think that you should be able to you know give me faster rates here or slower rates here depending on what they pay Depen- you and make, exactly. my, make my costs go up and my online information go down. Mm-hmm. That is me. But there are many sides, so 
like I said, I'm not going to argue too much on it, only because it is very, very vastly confusing. Right. And, and just when you so think you much. figured it out, trust me, you'll read another article and been like, well, damn, there it went again. I thought I had some. Yes. So that was mind-blowing. Yes. But go ahead, support it, or, you know, research it. And right. It. But I did want to bring that up, because even as confusing as it can be for me, I wanted to bring it up because it was such a big thing. Mm-hmm. This year was people were finally starting to learn yes. net neutrality and do the best of learning what it was, you how know, it affected you and exactly, exactly and, and getting a side of it. So I thought that was kind of important to bring up. Yes, very much so. So as I'm getting a cue over here to my we side, some good stories there done so far. Dang. Yes, we're we're about eight, eight stories in. Like mm-hmm. I told you last week, I know. Last week was a little bit shorter, and this week is going to more than make up for it. It's going to be oh, long yeah, and So we're, we're hitting about a halfway point. We're going to take a little bit of a break right now. Yes. And in that break, what we're going to do is one of the favorite segments that started here, uh, well, Relative Reaction started in 2018. This started about four or five episodes in, and that's Package yes. Thoughts. And that is still come through as one of the coolest things ever. And I'm very Amen. scared this week that we're going to end it on a bad note, but we're going to we give it all she's not. got. What do we got this week? All right. I thought since we're bringing in the new year, what better way to do it than with some champagne cotton candy? Now, I'm not going to get busted for meth if I keep this in my car, am I? Yeah, sure. I mean, if you throw back a couple episodes ago, we had a whole story. (laughs) You'll only be in jail for a couple months. Damn, Travis. I'm only going to miss you like four months of my life. (laughs) And then get a, oh, sorry. We found this at Target. It is just out special, just for the holidays, made just for Target. They had the champagne and pink rosé. I thought the champagne said more. No, yes. You know what it looks like? If you ever go to a craft store and you know those like styrofoam like cylinders they have yes. to hold up thing? That's what it looks like. And I'm scared yeah. to eat that because I don't want it to taste yeah. like styrofoam. Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? <laughs> like that's, that's oh, okay. It I'm feels like at. cotton candy. Well, actually, it kind of feels like insulation. Yeah, I feel like I can explain an attic, which I guess is most cotton candy. It doesn't it have much of a smell. Smells pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't get much of a smell. It's sweet, but then it's cotton candy. Yeah, cotton so. candy is always going to be super sweet. Right, as zero fat, but won't even tell you the sugar content. It's actually not bad. No, it's not. It's kind of tasty. I don't know if I get champagne. Hmm. I'm not sure I get champagne, but, but I do get a fruit. flavor of sort. Yeah. Yeah, I almost get like a fruit, a fruit mix or like a tropic. Yeah. It's got like a light taste at the end. It tastes like a warm tropic punch. Yes, I'll go with that. It's not too bad. Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm less scared than what I thought I, I was gonna be. I am very happy to announce that we did end it on a bad note. Ta-da! Though I was sincerely thinking we were gonna end Packers thoughts this year on a very. Very sad, sad, yes. sad note. Because I was so scared when she found it. She's like, I got the perfect package thought for last episode. I'm thinking, oh, awesome. What's it going to be? Sounds great. Check it out. Oh, that's that's funny. That's going to hurt. But it really wasn't bad. No, I kind of liked it. Huh. Hmm. Now I kind of wish I'd have gotten the pink rosé just to try. Yeah. Okay. That, been, I'm, just, I'm very... Yeah, it wasn't bad. No, it was only two ninety nine, so it wasn't like confused. <laughs> it wasn't extremely expensive by any means. No, but um, 
I didn't get a champagne taste, but I got a good fruity kind of taste out of it. Yes, I, I very much did. So, so I'm good with it. Before we click back over, mm-hmm. we our next story that we're going to do is actually going to be a shared story between the two of us. And it's going to be a very special story because it encapsulates so much that happened throughout the year. And that was 2018 and all of its weather woes. Dun, dun, dun. It sounds horrible, doesn't it? Weather woes. All right. Now we're in it for the weather. And definitely plenty to choose from. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. So. (laughs) Too many, I think. There was. There was a lot of, of just crazy weather that happened this year. There was. There was. Maybe they're into the something with that global warming shiznick. So we started we started out in the year straight in January with a crazy yes. weather phenomenon. And that was the Sahara Desert. Yes, I and remember a, this. Yes, a light dusting of snow covered the hottest place on Earth. Oh, amazing. It's only the fourth time that that has ever taken place in Gosh. all of recorded history. There was a whole light dusting of snow all over the Sahara Desert, which the pictures from it were just stunning. Yes, I would love, love to have a framed picture of that up in my house. That is an amazing picture. It just looked fake. Yes, because the sand is so, like, reddish, like that sand over in the Sahara. And it had this white, crisp falling. It was crazy. It was awesome. And that was right at the end. Yeah, I almost thought that 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 was this year. That was awesome. Also in January, down in Australia, something really weird, but I don't want to picture this one. (laughs) It was uh, sweltering temperatures in South Australia literally boiled the brains of bats. Yeah, I thought that that was crazy. They were literally falling. Yes. Well over 100 degrees for days had bats just fallen off their perches. Yeah, I saw... Nasty! I, I saw clips of that bats literally just falling yes. out of air. Ugh. Ugh. I don't want that picture. Okay. So, we fast forward a couple months. We had a couple calm months as far as weather goes and full weather woes. When we go into May, and that was down in Hawaii... You had the Kilauea volcano that began erupting and actually covered several nearby neighborhoods. Yes. Which I know Hawaii, in essence, is all volcano. Right. However, most of them are either A, inactive, Mm -hmm. or on the big big island, the active volcano never – it's almost constantly spewing, so it never – actually comes out and erupts. Exactly. With a force to cover. So this one really kind of – Shook up a lot of people in Hawaii because... And again, there were some amazing pictures of it, though. Volcanoes, to me, are one of the most beautiful weather. Yes, the light, the color. Oh, anyway. All right, we're going to go on to June, and we're going to go all the way down to Guatemala. The Guatemala volcano rains fire and ash down. Bad year for volcanoes. Unfortunately, 194 people died. And 234 are still, to this day, unaccounted for. That is crazy. Yes. That it was the Fugo volcano. That was over half a year ago. It is the most active volcano in South America. Wow. 
That so is that that wasn't a good one. No. Uh, then we go over into August, My which month. hit us. Yes, but we had one of the worst hurricanes that hit America. Yeah. And as they said, it was actually worse than Katrina. Yes. And that was good old Hurricane Florence. Flo came in, and she came in with Mm -hmm. no regards. No. We didn't know what direction she was going to turn. She continually kept She made meteorologists look like jokes. Yes, and there was no one that could fully understand what the hell... Mm-hmm. path it was going and when it was escalating where it was hitting where it of, wasn't hitting it was it was terrible and if you look down what's crazy is even in the carolinas there were some neighborhoods that look untouched right and some that were demolished and they would be like right next yes and it was just the wildest thing that no one could predict right uh, it actually killed over 50 people mm. and it also displaced over the just just thousands of people that's a shame so that was that was horrible. Crazy, that, that I remember was, that vividly. Yes. Oh yes, that was an insane thing to happen. Like I said, they, most meteorologists actually put it as worse than Katrina, as far as right pure power and unpredictability of right Hurricane Florence. And now we'll go to October, Halloween month, and we're gonna go down to Florida. What's more scary than Florida? Okay. Amen. <laughs> and we're gonna hit Hurricane Michael. As he rampaged through southeast Florida, he left 18 dead, many still accounted for, and Mexico Beach, which is a very famous beach down there, was totally annihilated by this. Oh, yeah. Totally. I mean, it's a good thing we didn't lose more, but it's a shame that... Oh, yes. Some places were just totally wiped out. Then we headed over to Italy in October, and that was where the flooding. Yeah, I mean, you think the hurricanes were flooding, then they had a flooding all in of a, all in of their own problem, and that was the flooding in Italy that left nine dead and just un untold damages that you just cannot add up right now to some cities. Mm -mm. I mean, there was. One was submerged in over 90 centimeters of water. An entire city, not this street, not this neighborhood. An entire Italian city. Yes. Was and you literally know submerged. how old some of that shit is over there? Oh, yeah. That's a shame. You can't just, like, rebuild that. No. That's a shame. No, you can't. All right. To November, turkey time. We're going to California. Home of the turkeys, right? No, maybe. All right. Huh? And a, <laughs> turkeys in California, you know, turkey guy. Okay. I thought California was happy cows come from California. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about the people, turkeys. Turkey. Okay. Anyway, we're going to go right on. <laughs> Wildfires, as we all know, just exploded and in you California. have a month written there but that was yes, literally exactly. over half the year right. that they were battling yes it destroyed well over 14,000 homes 56 were dead hundreds are still unaccounted for it was the worst wildfire in California history by far some of the kids, the one town that was hit the hardest where it just literally annihilated the entire town, some of those kids just now are able to go back to their school. Other schools welcomed them, and they did that in the interim oh, that's all you until can they do. were back. Yeah, it was 
just unfortold, just ugh. That's why that one happened for literally like half the year. And I also learned from this fire that you can hire your own firemen if you're rich enough. Fucking logical. That's what they did to save their home. Some of the rich folk. Uh, over into the last weather woe of the year. Mm-hmm. And that happened just recently, actually, up in Alaska, where <gasps> yes. an earthquake rocked Anchorage. Yeah. And, it, I mean, they experienced a 7.0 or 7.1 earthquake Ouch. up in Alaska. That's a massive. And then they had a 5.8 that immediately followed it as an aftermath. daddy aftermath. ones. So, luckily, there was no deaths. Thank the Lord. Uh, that have been reported. But Alaska averages about 40,000 earthquakes every year. And this one was by far one of the worst they've ever experienced. Right. They, they uh, have they so had, many because they're on that fault line. Oh, and they are. Right. And just that one was a uh, yes. giant, And giant they quake. felt it in their big city. So, you oh, know. yeah. Big stuff. Well, we're going to... Cut back into our normal stories. <laughs> and the next one that I have to bring up for us is Brexit. Yeah. That yep, yep, was yep, yep. going all throughout the year. Yes. Uh, we had the talks actually began in 2016. But it became very real this year when the vote was passed and the divorce bill was signed. Brexit is all about Britain leaving the EU which is by far, I would say, probably one of the most split decisions that there's ever been. Yes. Yes, I would agree Literally with that. Literally just, I mean, they said even down at the voting, it went down to the voting closing mm-hmm. to decide because it was so close. It was a major decision. And it is so split. They're due to officially leave the EU on March 29th of next year at 11 p.m. Now, this was such a hot topic Mm-hmm. That the Prime Minister herself, yes. Theresa May, resigned because of the vote, mm-hmm. saying she wanted no part of this. And I applaud her because I agree with her. I don't think they should leave the EU. I didn't either. That was my decision exactly. on it. That was that was where I stood on it. Right. From my research, my there point of view. There was good and bad on both of them. Yes, there was. But the overall way I I. I leaned was that they should not leave the EU. No. And I remember seeing about, I was about a week before the vote order when Theresa May said, if y'all possibly vote this through and we leave the EU, I'm resigning as prime minister. And I thought, that's a really big thing to say. That's because she's a big name. She's an right. amazing prime minister. She's done a lot for England. So to see her actually follow through with that on really what she was really at her prime of prime mm-hmm. minister. But and she had a through, huge population rate. Oh, yeah. But to, for her to see that she actually stood by her word enough made me respect yep. her even more. That she did stand by her word. And when that vote, she went, you know what? I said I don't want any part of this. I will not have any part right. of this. I am done. I was extremely shocked by the decision. Yeah, I mean, you figure they've been part of it since 43. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to pass. I really didn't think no. that it was going to. No I'll part be of honest. that. Honestly, even when I saw it, I'm like, okay, that's... That's cool. That's not ever going to happen. And right. then it passed. I was... Wow. Didn't think it was. I don't think it was smarter than either, but... No. Totally my opinion. I really, opinion. really don't. Exactly. I don't live there, so I don't really have a say. My next is the rise and fall of Roseanne yet again. This well, was to be her words. huge comeback. After two years of silence from her... 
which was a good two years. Yeah, but I didn't know she after that god awful <laughs> fucking obnoxious laugh. But Her after voice. a racist tweet by Barr, it all came crashing down again. The network spoke out against her. She faded back into obscurity. It was extremely short-lived, so until your next comeback, ta-ta, Miss Barr. Yeah, I won't miss her. Well, they're going on without her, as they say. I've never been a, a Roseanne Barr fan. Um, I did see her stand-up, and I did like the show Roseanne. The show Roseanne was not bad. I just can't stand her. Her as a person. Agreed. I'm not big on her. And I truly, truly hated that whole time and era where she was married to that Tom or whatever the heck his name is. Oh, yes. Oh, God. They were such idiots. Yes. I was I like, please. Right now. If oh, I you, feel like a die. I can't yes. his name. I'm just like, you people that are not Americans out there, please do not judge other Americans by this. No. Tom Barr? No. Tom, what? No, because that was Roseanne Barr. Tom Arnold. There you go. Yes. Oi, oi, oi. Terrible. Uh, I absolutely. Hopefully we'll I have just, at least another two years of silence. We can only hope. Amen. <laughs> uh, speaking of twat waffles, by the way, because <laughs> like I said, we had many of them in Yes, we did. We're going to go over to Larry Nasser. Okay. The doctor from the USA Gymnastics team and the osteopathic physician at Michigan State University. Hot waffle! And he found himself in major trouble after victims dating as far back as 1992 came yes. forward in this brave move. Uh, he's accused of molesting at least 250 young girls and one young boy while the uh, being the USA Gymnastics doctor. And he did this all under the guise that he was helping them, and this was all what they medically needed. These poor girls and boy that went yes. through this. And these are just the ones that we're suspecting of. Exactly. There could be an even, even greater number. May he rot in hell. Uh, he has admitted to at least 10 of these charges. Oh, how big of him. And I know that if you're thinking this, like, wow, well, he was convicted, you know, over the last two years. Why is this? It's because all of his sentences happened this year. Exactly. His sentences started January 24th with a sentence of 4,275 years in a Michigan state prison for seven Amen. counts of sexual assault to minors pled guilty. I I hope they he gets what's coming to him. Then it continues on February 5th in a different county because this is in two different counties in Michigan that these charges were brought up on. With an additional 40 to 125 years for three more of the same charges pled guilty. And then it ended in July with a 60 years in federal prison on child pornography charges to which his state and federal sentences shall run consecutively. Yes, and Michigan College should have been shut down and made to pay a goddamn huge fine for ignoring what was obvious. The 55-year-old's wife and of, of sorry, the 55-year-old's wife of 21 years and the mother of their three children left him in 2017 upon the initial convictions. Bye bye. His earliest release date from federal prison is March 23rd, 2069, and that's still to be followed by his state sentences. Good. So, fairly safe to say that a actually, as far as we're probably never leave federal prison, but even if by chance he does mm. at the earliest possible date. Homeboy still had a long time left in state prison That's up in right. Michigan. No sympathy whatsoever. And we, if you know anything about prison culture, they are very, very 
stingent on people that have are child molesters and good, good for them. You know they're even worse. So I, I definitely don't think his time will be all right happily served. No. <laughs> Now, this happened in late April, but this had been going on since 1970s. So, this was the Golden State Killer Cot. Oh, yes. Yes. Amazing. Yes, yes, yes. With After starting all his sick attacks in the 1970s, Joseph D'Angelo was finally brought to justice. Three decades and 12 murders later... It was all over thanks to a police force that would not give up. Amen. And I, I, as someone that follows true crime, I know you do as well. Yes. This to me was amazing. This was almost as amazing as when we finally think we figured out who Jack the Ripper was after all those years. But that one, at least, like, that was just more of a, a cool finding out because we knew the past. This one, the victims this still, actually have yes. a little bit of justice. There are still victims that are alive in their mm-hmm. families, and this bastard's still alive that we got to catch. And I think that is yes. just And for amazing. anybody out there who is, like, feeling this sympathy for him because he's, like, 79 and shit. Bullshit! So? Yes. So, yeah, that's a good word. It. So... Tortured, tortured women and men. Yes. He deserved everything he got, and I'm so glad they never gave up on him. So I'm, glad. I'm glad they never gave up, and I'm glad that because he is 79, so chances are he's not going to live much longer. Right. I am happy that we still got to find him when he was alive, so he gets to know exactly. that we know. Exactly. Thank now you. Now he can go to his grave. I don't even care if he's free anymore. No. I just I I'm happy that now he has to go to his grave knowing that we know who what it he was did. Him. What a sick, disgusting, perverted man he is. Yes. So, anyway. Good story. <laughs> over our next story. Uh, I have the March for Our Lives, which initially took place in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. on the March 24th. Yes. Uh, with over 880 sibling events across the U.S. and the world, which I didn't realize just how many events there all took place that day. Yeah. I knew it was a, an insane amount, but just to see that number 880 sibling events to go along with it is just wow. It was amazing. Um, it Staggering place, numbers. Yes. It took place after the Parkland, Florida uh, school shooting, which mm-hmm. is described as the tipping point in the gun control legislation. Right. They said it's been up for debate, you know, back, but they say that not that any school shooting is bad, but they say right. that one was really like the tipping point of like something has to happen. And something did happen. And that was this completely student led demonstration called March for Our Lives. Uh, and that was a protest where people wanted universal background checks on all gun purchases, mm-hmm. closing the gun show loophole, right? The age for the gun purchases, to, gun purchases to be pushed back to twenty one, right? Banning the sales of high capacity magazines and bump stocks, true. And they also wanted to restore the nineteen ninety four federal assault weapons ban. That was their overall what they wanted out of this right. protest. They had an estimated 1.2 to 2 million person turnout, which makes it one of the largest protests in U.S. history. Wow, I didn't know that. So, that shows you the scale of how giant of a thing this was Wow. So, and I know there's all this debate going back and forth, back and forth on 
uh, you know, all kinds of gun control and laws and blah, 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 blah. But I do want to say that I applaud that if you heard of all these protests, out of all the things that have been happening recently, I heard nothing violent come out of these protests. That's very true. And that, to me, speaks volumes. This could be one of the largest protests in U.S. history, and it went without any violent... Or at least to my knowledge, I'm not saying there wasn't. This, right, to, right. To, that's to my knowledge. May have been. I didn't hear anything in the news whatever. of, you know, right. Any giant violence happening in it? No. To make their point. No, I didn't. So that to me is just something that was huge yeah. this year. With it or against it, it was amazing to yeah, watch. Yeah, so it was just a very, very giant thing that became of this year. Yes, that was a good thing. All right. Oh gosh, here's a story I wish we didn't have to say, but. Uh, Bill Cosby exposed. Oh, he exposed, all right. <laughs> Once a revered comic and America's favorite dad, now he's just a prison number. Apparently a lot of Dozens like of women came forward to accuse him of taking advantage of them sexually after drugging them. He began his too short three to ten year sentence in September. Right here in PA. Yup. Man, that's crazy. I I could not have been more stunned than what I was. Yeah. Definitely a shocking, shocking thing. And just because he was America's favorite dad. Oh yeah. I think that's what yeah. made it so just mind blowing. Uh over to my next story. Uh is the year of space, which was so 2018 just had an amazing year in, like, spatial things that happened, which I think was cool because I, I love, like, space facts and things like that to me are just... Oh, it was cool. I, I love... Like, it was cool. Searching, like, for the stories, just getting back to the headlines, there were so many cool things I found. I'm like, oh, that's right. So I want to go over a couple big things that happened in space this year. Several, several of these were that... This year, after years of studies and suspicions, we officially confirmed that Mars not only has water, but has running liquid water. Mm-hmm. And though most of it is gone from the surface or the ice, right? Uh, they did in fact find some that was running, and they now think they may have found that there is a large underground lake by the south pole of Mars. Wow. So there's a whole other thing we get to look at now. Uh, NASA also launched, which, as far as I'm concerned, is the coolest thing that happened in the space world this year. Hmm. It's called the Parker Solar Probe, which was the first ever NASA spacecraft named after a living person. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, it's actually named after Eugene Parker of uh, University of Chicago. Wow. It launched August 12th and is en route to probe the outer corona of the sun. A memory card with over 1.1 million people's names was installed below the giant antenna and also contains pictures of Eugene Parker and a copy of his 1958 scientific paper, which is all about uh, just the you know, solar power and all of this kind of wow. stuff back in 58. How amazing is it to be him? Yes. It's already successfully completed its first of seven planned flybys of Venus. And as of October 29th, has already surpassed the previous record and is officially the closest spacecraft to the sun to have ever been launched. Amazing. The scientific observations should actually be available any day now to view. 
They said, like when this whole started, they did the entire timeline, that in December is when they're expecting to see the first ones. So literally any day now, they should be able to start getting their very first observations already back to Earth, which is so cool. That was my mind. Blown. Yes. And then lastly, in giant news, we cannot forget about the Space Force. Dun, dun, dun. The Sixth. Duck. Yes. <laughs> the sixth and newest proposed branch of the U.S. Armed Forces, and as of August 9th, should be established by 2020. Only Russia has ever had a branch dedicated to space. Right. And they're actually on their th- third term of that. They had it for a couple of years, it went away, he came back. Went away, and then, like, in 2015, now it's the aerospace thing, which back me up. But like the U.S. themselves, most have always had space. It's just Mm -hmm. part of the Air Force, like normal fucking humans. But leave it to us to try to create a wonderful Star Trek war battle fucking world of goddamn (laughs) space force. it's cool as shit. It's dumb as hell. Cool. No. Cool. I want to be Darkwing Duck of the 21st century. It's going to be like Spaceballs up there. Oh, yeah! I want to be Barf! <laughs> you, you would pick out Barf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was the cool... He was the dog. You got to love that. Hey, he was... He would say he was something. <laughs> <laughs> and also a big story was Saudi Arabia allows women drivers... Yes, Saudi made some great, great advances this year. Yes, very much so. Women of Saudi Arabia will no longer need a male guardian to get a driver's license. Women were also allowed, for the first time ever, to be in sports stadiums this year over there. They are the last country in the world to allow women to drive. I did not realize they were the last. Yes, Also, after a 35-year ban, they're getting movie theaters that'll actually play commercial movies. Yep. Approved by them, of course. started with the Black Panther. Yes. Actually broke over, and they actually were able to see Black Panther in theaters in Saudi Arabia. So that's that's an amazing accomplishment for them. It truly is. Yes. Yes, yeah, it was. And I know we kind of went a little out of order there, but go ahead, because we've had 17 stories so far of the top 18, and to round out our top 18 stories of 2018, chosen by the ever-powerful minds of Relative Reaction here, because our opinion matters the most, and I want to remember that. Oh, what is it? (laughs) Bitcoin failure. God, this, this flop <laughs> of the year right here. It was definitely a failure. This was such Just a flop of the year. Just one year has passed since Bitcoin was forecasted to hit a price tag of one million dollars. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was supposed to go crazy. Yeah, since then it's fallen more than 80%. That's, that's not good, Anker. <laughs> since it's peaked, Bitcoin just took a dive. Yeah. It's a digital currency, which is not regulated by your banks or your governments. So, you know, everybody thought Bitcoin would rival like Visa and MasterCard. Oh, yeah. Bitcoin was supposed to be the new currency. Yes. Like when you went and play, paid with PayPal or something right. like that, it was supposed to be a Bitcoin that you were going to use mm-hmm. in the future, not a Visa or a debit or a Master. Or a... So I guess Visa and MasterCard got the last laugh. And I mean, I do understand where 
they are coming from as far as wanting to get in on this because as an investor, you have to take those leaps. And this definitely would have been a leap I would have taken. But it's just crazy to see how drastically and how quickly it jumped down and kind of failed. So that was our top 18 stories of 2018 chosen by us. Yes, hope you enjoyed them. And I do hope you matter the most. Hope you matter the most. I'm fucking (laughs) slurring shit together now. Uh, I do hope you enjoyed it. Yes. However, (laughs) if you think that's where we're ending... You're mistaken. We've oh, got we've cool got more for you, my people. You my kinfolk. You cannot have a year-end spectacular no. without the in-memoriam part. Dum, dum, dum. Everybody wipe your tears, all right? Now, this year, we had some very, very notable deaths. Yes, unfortunately. We lost some amazing figures. Yes, very much so. I'm going to start us out here with, on January 15th, Dolores O. Redorian, who is better known as a vocalist in the rock band The uh, the Cranberries, which I love The Cranberries, and this one was definitely sad to hear. Uh, it came out about six months later that her death was actually due to alcohol intoxication so much so that she drowned. Yeah. She was 46 years old. The shame. Jim Rodford is our next one up on January 20th. Uh, he was 76 years old, and he was the bass for several rock bands. And I mean, he he did a lot. He was an actor. He was a you know famous mm-hmm. bass for all these people that you could think of. Uh, but he actually died after he fell down some stairs. Oh, how horrible is that? I know. January 30th, uh, 35-year-old Mark Soling passed away. He was an American actor from Glee, if you remember. <gasps> yes. He committed yes. suicide right uh, by hanging right after the charges of child abortion kind of came yeah, out. Yeah, so. that's, wow. Okay. Uh, February 4th, we have John Mahoney, uh, English-American actor, won several seven awards for his portrayal of Frazier's dad. Man, that's crazy. 77 years old. And then on February 7th, just a couple days after that, we had Mickey Jones, an American drummer and actor. Uh, He acquired 17 gold records, and he actually passed from a diabetic connection. He was 76 years old. Mm. On February 21st, we lost Billy Graham, the 99-year-old American evangelist touted as one of the most influential Christian leaders of the 20th century. Amen. On March 3rd, we uh, lost David Ogden Stiers, uh, American actor most noted from MASH, who was an amazing show. I I loved his character on MASH. I loved MASH in and of itself. He was 75 when he passed away from bladder cancer. Terrible. February, I mean, March 14th, Stephen Hawkins, the famed scientist, Lifetime Achievement Award for Science. He fought ALS for 50 years before his death. He was 76. Wow. That is just, that is a hella long battle. And he it is. is. It's, he it's, is a person that will always go down in history. I mean, you will read about him. I honestly feel like for the rest of the Oh, time. gosh, yes, yes. Uh, March 22nd, we had Charles Lazar. And he was 94 years old. And if you're not recognizing the name, you'll probably recognize him as the Toys R Us founder. 
He died one day before his stores were liquidated, which in one of the saddest pictures I saw all year on the internet was showing how when he passed away, Toys R Us passed away. And that yes. brought a tear to my eye, I think. Yes, that was sad, very. Linda Brown on March 25th uh, passed away, and she was 76 years old. She was a civil rights activist, better mm-hmm. known as the center of the civil rights case, Brown versus the Board of Education, which, as we all know, was a giant landmark. Amen. And, you know, just great case that yes. did a lot of good. On April 17th, we lost Barbara Bush. Mm. She was 92 years old. She was first lady from 89 to 93 for George. Uh, she developed the Foundation for Family Literacy, which is an amazing foundation. Whether you agree with their political stance or not, the foundation really is cool if you ever get a chance to look into it. No, and George telling her goodbye, if you weren't caught up in that, oh, then I know. you are just freaking ice heart. And one that I know is going to call close to you on april 18th just a day later at 82 years old professional wrestler bruno san martino oh, my bruno he was called the strongest man in the world he was a winner of a lifetime achievement award even he was huge in pittsburgh folks yeah all right april 21st we lost vernon troy an American actor and comedian. He was only two foot eight, and he was the shortest man in the world at the time. I love Vern. Forty nine years old. I absolutely loved Vern. Uh, Bob Doro. Uh, he died on April twenty third at ninety four years old. He was a jazz vocalist best known for performing the Schoolhouse Rock songs. He was ah, the creator yes. of Schoolhouse Rocks. That's awesome. Everybody is, knows the Schoolhouse. Everybody Rock. loves Schoolhouse Rocks. Conjunction, junction. Yes. Uh, then you had Tom Wolfe on May 14th. He was a journalist and novelist best known for Bonfire of Vanities. Uh, he passed away at 88 years old. He died of an infection. Oh. Uh, and actually, yeah, on April 20th, sorry, kind of got my, my things out of order there, uh, but uh, Avicii passed oh, away. Yes, yes. He was a Swedish DJ and musician, and he uh, actually passed away due to suicide uh, due to physical and mental health. He was only 28. Yes. Which was almost at 27 Club, if you remember. Yeah, episode. yeah. But no, he was 28. Right, that's horrible. Horrible. On June 5th, we lost Kate Spade. Many of us ladies know her for her fashion designing sense, purses and such. She was the best designer of the year in 1998. She died of suicide at 55. Just a day later, we lost Jerry Moore on June 6th at 98 years old. He was an American actor, and he was the last munchkin alive from The Wizard of Oz. So as many people may not know his name verbatim, you will know him as he was the last living living munchkin from The Wizard of Oz. He was 98. Wow. Go ahead. Oh, on June 8th, we said goodbye to Anthony Bourdain, the celebrity chef. He was considered by many to be the rock star of the culinary world, and he committed suicide at 61 years of age. That was a rough three days, wasn't it? That was a rough time, man. Whew. Well, we're going to skip up a week or so. Yeah. Let me go to June 18th, where Joseph Dwayne Ricardo Onfray passed away. Now, he was 20 years old, and you're probably wondering, who, who is yeah. that? Well, better known as the rapper XXXTentacion, or yes. however you pronounce that. He was fatally shot at a robbery, which, in all honesty, out of the notable deaths of the year, this was really, I think, might have been the only murder uh, that was yeah. a fa- uh, 
I think notable, you're right. Like a, a, a right, a, a, a famous a star death. or such. Yeah, an memorial yes. star. I think it was the only murder that we had this year. But yeah, it was he was only twenty. Yeah. And then on June twenty fifth, we had Richard Harrison, uh, who is seventy seven, much better known as the old man and American business owner in the reality show Pawn Stars. Yes. And he actually died of Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. So June twenty seventh was Joe Jackson, the father of Michael Jackson. Bye-bye. He was eighty nine. Yeah, he was he was a dick, but nonetheless eighty nine years old. Yes. Uh, on July twenty second. 54-year-old Vinnie Paula died. He was an American musician and drummer. He formed the heavy metal band Pantera. He actually died of a coronary artery disease. Wow. I'd sing now, but I don't know a single Pantera song. <laughs> On August 1st, so we kicked <laughs> off the month of August with losing Mary Carlisle. She was 104, people. Wow. She was 104 years Jeez. old. She was an American actress, and she started over 60 Hollywood films. I mean, she was she started starting back with Bing Crosby wow. as, you know, the other star in the show. So 104 years old, she did a lot oh, for the American light, acting. The, the story she could tell. Oh. oh, you know it. On August 5th, we said goodbye to Charlotte Ray, somebody... That really hurt me because I grew up watching different strokes and facts of life. And she, of course, played Edna Garrett. We lost her at 92 years of age. On August 6th, just a day later, we lost Joel Rubicon. He was a French chef. He was 73 years old. And me, as someone that has been in the culinary field, and I I follow chefs, uh, he was named the chef of the century for the 20th century. And he operated over a dozen restaurants and this guy was a culinary genius if you ever get to remember him by looking at his works like this guy was a culinary genius and he actually passed away of pancreatic cancer Mm, mm, mm. on the 22nd of that month uh american musician and bassist for the rock band leonard skinner mr ed king died due to cancer at 68 years old on August 16th, we said a very sad goodbye to the Queen of Soul. She had 112 charted singles. She was the number nine greatest singer of all time, Miss Aretha Franklin, at 76 years old. Yes, that that one really shook me. That, that was harsh. <sighs> and then on the 25th of August, we lost John McCain. An 81-year-old American politician, senator of Arizona, until his death, and yes. he actually died due to the brain tumor that, if you remember, right, really started um, becoming news. That's a shame. Uh, on September 6th, we said goodbye to Mr. Burt Reynolds, actor and director. He was—I did not know this—the most popular star. Five years in a row in the 70s, back during the really? uh, 70s and early 80s with Bay wow. and Bittnell. He I was 82 years old. I believe it. I mean, everybody knows Burt Reynolds. Right. It's impossible not to know. I agree. Burt Reynolds. On September 7th, we said goodbye to Mac Miller, an American rapper. His very first album debuted at number one. He was only 26 years old. Young. Too young, entirely too young. Uh, on September 27th, we lost Marty Ballin. She was 76, and she was an American singer of the band Jefferson Airplane. Not only a singer, she was actually the founder of Jefferson Airplane, yes. and she died of kidney damage. Ugh. On October 6th, we lost Scott Wilson at 76, the American actor best known for 
uh, acting in The Walking Dead, and he died of leukemia. I cried when he died in the TV show. Just saying. Uh, Paul Allen passed away on October 15th at 65. He was the co-founder of Microsoft. He died mm. of non-Hodgkin's leuke- uh, leukemia. And not only was he the co-founder of Microsoft, he actually did a a lot with his life. And I believe me when I say a lot yes. of charitable things in his yes, life. And he, he was a genius and he put it to a good cause. Right. He came up with all kinds of inventions that truly helped us. He definitely gave back. And speaking of, of amazing inventors, we had Earl E. Bakken, uh, who passed away on October 21st at 94, and he was actually the inventor of the pacemaker. Many people's lives saved because of that man. Yes. Uh, on November 13th, we said goodbye to Catherine McGregor. She was 93. She was an American actress best known for being on Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. Ugh. On November 15th, this is the one that hit me the hardest, Mr. Roy Clark, country star and legend, entertainer of the year for three times. He was 85 years old, and I will forever be singing, I never pick cotton. Anyway, it was wonderful. E-Hall right there, man. Uh, Yes. On November 26th, we said goodbye to Mr. Steven Hilmberg, creator of Spongebob, and Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. (laughs) Winner of many Lifetime Awards. He was only 57 when we lost him. No offense to Spongebob, but I liked Rocco's better. I did. I loved Rocco. Rocco's Modern Life. Great show. Freaking loved that little (laughs) dude. Yes. Uh, on November 30th, a one that really rocked the entire world was we lost uh, former President George Bush. Mm-hmm. He was 94. Uh, he was the 41st President of the United States and passed away about six months after his wife, Barbara, did. Yes. December 28th, we lost Mr. Stan Lee. Everybody knows him. Comic book writer, publisher. He created Spider-Man, Hulk, and so many others. And he was 95 years old. Which I think that one might have been the hardest, only because I honestly didn't think Stan Lee could die. No, I thought he was impenetrable. I I really didn't know he had... That was his superpower. I didn't know the guy could die, and I was really shocked when he passed away. And someone we just lost here extremely recently is Miss Penny Marshall, best known as Laverne or the director of Big or League of Their Own. She was 75 years old. Yes. Wow. Goodbye to all of them. Yes. A very, very fond farewell to yes. many of the, the giant names that we lost this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, moving on, because we don't want to yes. end quite on the saddest note no. of the year. Right there, we had that in there. <laughs> uh, I think you actually have something for us. What's up? What is going on now? All right. I got a little bit of a special in here for the new year for my podcast co-host, Travis. It's a little bit of a gift, you know, bringing the new year. His favorite place in the world to eat is the Waffle House. It's true. He freaking loves it. (laughs) I do like Waffle House. You're not wrong. I looked up for hours Six things about Waffle House that I'm pretty damn sure he doesn't know. Let's see. All right. Let's see. This is for him. All right. Number one, be honest with me, man. (laughs) The original Waffle House is now a museum 
with guided tours. Yes. Damn. That one I didn't know because I want to go to that tour so badly. It's in Georgia. Number two. All of its names on its menu are named after real employees. Really? Yes. Hey, I got one. That one I did not know. Yay. Oh, sorry. Number three. It offers a Valentine's Day dinner. You make reservations and they will have table linen and all. Yes. And you may have you can, you know, they'll waffles. They'll have like a little candle and you can have yes. waffles. I knew that because I was threatened by my wife that if I did that for Valentine's Day, <laughs> I would no longer have a wife. That's You'd be why spending the next Valentine's Day alone. I know that one because I was told if I want to do that, I should book a table for one. That's awesome. <laughs> Number four. It has been releasing its own music since 1984. Really? Yes, they okay, play little waffle songs. And I knew there was a Waffle House song. Mm-hmm. Like I knew there was a song about you know about Waffle House that you could find in their jukebox. I right. read about that. I did not know it was their own music since '84 has been coming out. Yes. I thought it was just that one song that was like a a, a random right, a random <laughs> just a lucky thing. Yeah, I did not realize that that was number wow. five. They host the waffle eating competition. Every year. Now that I would join. I want to die. You'd kick ass at that. Are you kidding me? Yes. If they were crispy waffles, you wouldn't be, you'd be unstoppable, man. No, yeah. You could not beat me as a waffle waffle man. Stan Lee would have had a new character. Okay. (laughs) Number (laughs) Number six. They serve, I saved the best for last. They serve 341 strips of bacon Every minute. Every minute? Minute. Damn. That was my little surprise Woo. for you to bring in the new year. I did not know that was per minute. Holy shit. I'm so glad there were some of those you didn't know. No, Yay. there are a couple facts that I did not know. I well, tried. I searched for hours. I'm like, no, he'd know that. No, he'd know that one. No, he'd know that. <laughs> Thank you. That was that was honestly a surprise to me. I truly did not know that was going to happen. So that was really cool. I was just told to leave a segment out and say that I was, I was like, give me the show for a second. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So thank you. My pleasure. That was fun. That was fun to do so. Uh, Next, we want to announce, uh, if you're still listening, and this is why it pays us all the way. Yes, sir. It's because we're going to announce a contest that we're doing for everyone that is listening to this episode. Hit me with the deets on the contest. Yeah, baby. Who wants to win some cool merch from Relative Reaction? Oh, you know you do. You know it. If you are the first person, number one, first person to share their favorite 2018 story, you will receive a special present from Relative Reaction. And you will forever be our kinfolk. Yes. So, so I, be I, the first one, man. Get on or do it Twitter, do it uh, on Facebook. Facebook. Email, us. email us. I promise do I will it. keep the time stamp. So whatever one it could be a first, personal story, could be any story yeah. you whichever one comes through first, through. that will be the giant winner. And there is a, a cool prize. You're gonna and, love it, the prize. Yeah. You're gonna love it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So make sure. I'm glad you listened all the way through. Yes. And make sure you post up on anything like that. Hit us up. I mean, it's going to be fun. Yes, very much so. And even if you're not first and you see that you're not first, 
still let us know. I want to know. Hell yeah. Bring it on. I will tell you, this year, I've had many, many great things. Yes. Uh, I have married my best friend this year. Yes. I moved. I changed jobs. I had crazy things. I got to go to Alaska, which was a life life dream for me. I got to spend my honeymoon off there. Exactly. Uh, I, I've being been able to say that I, my family has doubled in size because now I've been received by another amazing family that I get to call my in-laws. They are wonderful. Uh, but second to my marriage, I'm sorry, I, that that probably is going to rank number one for me this year. No, I get it. However, second to that, I would say the coolest thing that's happened to me this year is this podcast right here. And the oh, yeah, this is it. awesome. This is totally awesome. Stunning to me that it is, is picking up like this. And this is another dream come true for me. And I want to thank yes. all of you for listening. I want to thank you for co-hosting. Thank and you. And the amount of effort that you put into this as well. It's I have a blast. Yes. My number one personal story is my one and only child getting married. That is amazing as a mother to witness. And I absolutely love the girl. Love her. Yes. Adore her. But... Needless to say, I had a wonderful 2018. Yeah. 2018 was yeah, great yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah, I am so uh, glad that uh, Relative Reaction will uh, also have its birthday uh, forever in history as 2018. As the, the year, year I turned 50. Yes, and you turned 50. I got married yes. and Relative Reaction began. Dun, dun, so dun. I'm so glad you stuck through the list. And like I said, uh, you got a little bit extra this week because this was a whole special. Yes. Uh, I promise you, next week when we kick off the brand new year. Oh, yeah, baby. And we're going to do it in style. And we are going to do it back into our normal format. I promise we'll be back to our Oh, yeah, our we just wanted setup. to have something special. So don't get too concerned that every week is going to be different now. But I, we just wanted to do something special for the holidays. Right. Have a little bit of special theme on Christmas. Nice, good way to say goodbye. Do it to do that. And I hope that we get to do this again in 2019. Mm-hmm. And do the same oh, most definitely. So thank you for listening. Yes, Make sure thanks, you go thanks, over thanks. to our Facebook Relative Reaction. If you look up on Twitter, Relative Reaction, I post links in the description below. Uh, you can even email us, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Make sure you hit us up with your favorite story of 2018. If you're yes. the very first person to do such, you will win, win, win. Be not only a forever kinfolk, you will win a very special prize. Thank you as always. Happy 2019, everyone. And I love you. Make sure as we're going into the new year that you spay and neuter your pets for 2019. And, and some, some of your, your relatives. relatives. I mean, some of them may not need to make it to 2019. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's just do it anyway.